I'm horny, 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 horny for change. Horny for help. Hello. <laughs> oh, this is Emily and Gina. Tina. I have to say it carefully because Gina. when I say my name, people think I say Angina. Oh. And run the words together. Yeah, okay, I get that, I get that. Why don't you just go for Georgina? Okay. <laughs> don't don't mean anything. <laughs> that was a look of disgust. Um, yeah, so this is our first uh, episode of Horny for Help. Absolutely terrifying talking into a microphone. Agreed. <laughs> just a lot of alarmed looking eye contact, but we'll get there, we'll get there. Um... Yeah, we basically had put up a post. How long ago was that? I think three, four weeks ago. Fucking hell, that's wild. Um, yeah, we had been doing a segment called Horny for Help for a while. Basically, we get quite a lot of DMs on Instagram um, from people just asking advice. And I turn them into Horny for Help little graphics because if one person has an issue many people do many people do basically um and from the dms that we get i can tell you all that you all have the same problems um not that y'all have problems that's <laughs> under- <laughs> oh that was insulting um but no yeah one's it's, alone. no no one's alone it's supposed to make you feel better um and yeah i think it's a really good point of discussion so then you know that if you're not the person who wrote this in, someone else has gone through the same kind of thing. Um, but we decided to create an anonymous submission form through the website. So it's on our link tree. If you're interested in submitting a question, you don't have to include any of your personal details. Um, you can ask anything. We've had a few on pleasure and relationship advice. Um, but some people haven't given consent for us to discuss it publicly. So we have responded privately just via email. But yeah, this person, it was actually the first... Submission? It was the first submission, yeah. Um, Such a good one. Yeah, it's a juicy one. <laughs> it is. Um... <laughs> But why is it so good? This is literally... Did you not... You said this is why you set up Horny for Change, no? Yeah, but it's scary. Yeah. <laughs> oh, literally me nervous laughing. Um, yeah, it's a really good one, but it is kind of... It's It stops you in your tracks a bit. Um, it's and very I, honest. It's really honest, and I think it's... I actually, when I got it through... I had to, I wrote to Gina, I was like, <laughs> what's this you? Because it's everything that I've talked about. So a big thank you to whoever sent it in, um, because it proves, first of all, that the things that Horny for Changes talked about are so real, mm-hmm. um, and it's so worthwhile having these discussions. So yeah, yeah. I really appreciate it. Because I think after we read it out, you'll understand what we're talking about. But um, 
I think in relation to you know the not all men chat um camp this kind of proves that it's a lot more men than you think and it could be you um and it humanizes violence against women um which is so like important to do because it's too simplistic to think that it's you know just a big bad man in a dark alley that's committing these acts but it's not it's it's your boyfriend and it's your husband and it's probably yeah your dad and your brother so (laughs) sorry (laughs) but it's yeah it's time to talk about it and it's time to you know be honest about mistakes as well yeah and I think that this is it's quite refreshing to hear someone being self-aware um and asking for help that's the main thing like they're asking for help they don't think that this is a correct thing to do but it's the space for it it's the space to ask for help yeah and judge free yeah we need more spaces where you can ask for help so we can all continue being better people because we all have the capacity to do really shit things i've done really shit things who hasn't exactly so enough talking about it we'll read it out um take it away emily (laughs) thank you tina (laughs) Are you wearing fingerless gloves? No. <laughs> no. Oh my, my god. You look like Michael Bolster. I relate to that character yeah. a lot. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Right. So our first horny for help submission is <clears throat> from someone who says, "I recently split up with my partner." One thing that happened in our relationship was that during lockdown, I acted in a way that made her feel pressured into sex and intimacy. I fucked up. I wasn't in a good place. I attached all my need for validation to spending every moment of every day with her because that meant that she loved me and that I was cared for. I fucked up and I know that. I've apologised and have tried to listen and learn to get better off the back of this. But I'm wondering if you have any more advice for me or men like me. I know. <laughs> I know. So it is, um, I think it's very easy to hear this and get your back up. Um, especially as a woman who has probably experienced this. But it's quite a lot to unpick in the one yeah I think we'll include it below or something so we don't have to read it out again um but yeah I think the best thing to do and what we want to do is you know first of all disclaimer by talking about this and giving this person the space to ask for help um in no way are we saying that this behavior is okay um and that's exactly what we're trying to counteract by talking mm. about it, it's hopefully going to help men specifically listen um, to another man who has just asked for help and maybe they'll reflect on their own actions. Um, and it's all to do with the preventative work that Horny for Change stands for. So yeah, do you want to just break it down and talk about it that yeah. way? Should we do the biggest one first? Pressuring into sex and intimacy? Yeah. Yeah thoughts okay yeah okay so thoughts it is it's interesting because 
this person's self-aware now. Yeah. They realise that they pressured someone into something, but during the times in which they were doing it, mm-hmm. were they aware? Were they thinking about it in that capacity? Yeah. Even recognising their actions, were they recognising their partner's reactions? Exactly. Probably not. If you're pressuring someone... Well, you can be recognising that that person doesn't want sex Mm -hmm. or intimacy and you're putting yourself before their needs and their wants. Mm -hmm. Um, Which is ultimately what assault is. Um, And yet, call a spade a spade. This sounds very um, much like non-consensual sex, Mm -hmm. which is rape, which does happen within relationships. And this is like a stark reminder that Mm -hmm. it does and it's unacceptable. But Yeah. yeah, also, when was marital rape made in the 1990s. <laughs> yeah, so like 1990s that was still it's going on. Super recent. So this is you know, it's only just been recognized to happen within relationships. Exactly. Really, it's still a baby. Exactly. So while clearly we're saying, oh yeah, rape in relationships is bad, you know, you actually do need to say that because there are a lot of people in the world who don't even recognize it as being able to exist. So that's the first thing to mark, um, is just calling it what it is, putting a name to it. And as well, that's important for anyone listening to this who is maybe able to identify with the situation. I think, you know, recognising what happened as assault is quite powerful. It's, yeah, it's a scary step to take, but I think it's important. Oh, God, I think... It's not such a strong word. I know, but I think it's so important to use it. Like, it is, that was assault. But I think in, oh, in Peggy Ornstein's Boys and Sex, mm-hmm. amazing book, go buy it and read it. Um, she talks to, uh, I think he must be like 22 or something, that he's in college and he... I don't know if he's still in a relationship with her or not, but they're definitely friends. They were definitely in a relationship. Mm -hmm. And he is very open about the fact that he believes that he assaulted her within a relationship. It really stresses me out, that thought. I know. Because assault sounds so bad. Yeah. But the fact that he is being open about that, you know, and people, he's a likeable man. Mm -hmm. And he's saying, I have assaulted someone and he assaulted someone that he loved. That you know yeah that shows the extent to which this is happening on such a massive scale and it's time for more men to be able to recognize that and talk to other men about it and use the word assault because that's what it is i know i know yeah it's really fucking scary any point from when it's unconsensual oh definitely and I think as well this is something that I've touched on a bit but I think it's something that needs to be workshopped within schools and things you know the way that this happens is maybe someone didn't explicitly say no clear boundaries. right yeah that's 
that's the gray area supposedly but what was she saying with her body language and i think we really need to educate everyone most and foremost young men about what body language means and what physical body cues can tell you and that will hopefully make you think and be able to empathize with someone to the point that you will not force them into something that they don't want to which Mm -hmm. then means you aren't gonna be a rapist and you're not gonna have to think situational awareness as well then situational factors like are you drunk are you at her house or your house where she maybe doesn't feel like she can leave Mm -hmm. or if you're in her house that she can't ask you to leave without being rude exactly there's so much to it i know without being rude that's the gendered yeah. issue of it all as well that it's like oh okay i can't do this because i'm not allowed to because i'm so recognizing the body language but then also being able to negotiate the situation yeah exactly that's actually such a good point gina because you know men listening to this and parents listening to this tell boys and tell other men these like gendered stereotypes and expectations of women to be polite and if that's been ingrained in someone they're less likely to tell you to fuck off and that they don't want to shag you so you need to learn new ways to communicate and also have the capacity to like consider that and be respectful of yeah their need for possibly more opportunities to express verbally non-verbally yeah exactly yeah consent can be non-verbal and it's your responsibility to pick up on that not a victim's responsibility because they're not the one being forceful yeah also you said last week and it was really interesting why it is a man's responsibility over a woman's to make things equal do you remember what you said Oh, it's ringing a bell. It was so good because I was like, surely it's just as much a woman's because it's her body. She should speak up and create the place to be able to speak up. Mm-hmm. But you said no. <laughs> and it was re- no, it was a really good argument. What is it just because historically? Because why should it be the trotted down person? Oh yeah, was I not talking about equal? coming? I can't remember the context. I think I sound like orgasm. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so, to close the gap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. talking about the orgasm gap, I always say that every kind of piece of information and like educational information about closing the orgasm gap is directed towards women, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's their orgasms that are not being had. So while, yeah, masturbate, fantastic, great definitely do that but don't put the responsibility of closing the orgasm gap on the backs of women like everything else men should have to make more women come (laughs) honestly though because it's their fault in the first instance i think there is um there's something positive about pointing fingers because then it allows you to allocate roles to make things better and that's mm-hmm. what I'm trying to do. Um, yeah, women have been historically shot on um, <laughs> and have been, yeah, subjected to bad sex and worse. So 
yeah, men need to start pulling their weight and they need to close the orgasm gap because they're the one who created the gap. So you should close it. Get your spade out and yeah. fill in the gap. Get <laughs> fucking... I'm like, get digging. Make it They've been digging. Start digging, guys. Get, get a real pit. <laughs> you can do it. But yeah, I think, yeah, same kind of thing. Like, responsibility. That is such a massive issue because responsibility of avoiding assault has continuously been put on women no you can't avoid assault when there are just assaulters floating about being your boyfriend this is the thing they're everywhere so yeah we need to teach men from situations like this that you have the capacity to assault someone and maybe this is a good time to stop and think have you assaulted someone And that's a really uncomfortable thought because, you know, we're told good people don't do that. Mm -hmm. And the issue is that people are doing it because of the shit that we've soaked up about sex and about how different genders act in sex. And women are quiet and passive and don't really enjoy it, apparently, which then means... It's very unclear whether they're giving consent or not. That's absolute bullshit. Women are the horniest people I know. And if they're oh into God, it... They might talk about sex. Yeah, they? they're into it and you'll know that. And that's, yeah, why things like Horny for Change exist really, to let you know that and to start thinking about your actions and reflect and get better and start treating people with respect. It sounds Beautiful. basic, but bloody hell, we're not very good at it. No. Um, but we will be. <laughs> you will be. By the end of this podcast. <laughs> Guaranteed. No refunds though. Um, <laughs> any refunds. I don't believe in it. Lots of political stance. <laughs> um, something interesting as well that comes out in... How do I use your laptop? How do I scroll and see the... For this? Yeah, I want to see this scenario again. The... Yeah, so the bit in it um, where this man, it's very telling um, how they feel about, you know, how they experience intimacy and love because he says, Mm. I attached all my need for validation to spending every moment of every day with her because that meant she loved me and that I was cared for. Which, you know, in relation to love languages, that's obviously quality time. Mm-hmm. in his head and physical touch yeah but if he's talking about intimacy a lot maybe the only way in which he perceives something to be an intimate situation is when someone is being sexual with him or like sexually touching which can't be an uncommon thought surely no but that's so wrong and i think if that's the only capacity in which you're experiencing and feeling intimacy. That's sad. But I think that this comes back to, again, the realities that men and women, speaking in binary terms, because that's where all the issues are at the minute, especially within this, like this is a hetero relationship. Um, Thinking about, you know, typical girls typical boys girls have really solid friendship groups and I'd say some of the most 
intimate and vulnerable Support. yeah moments that you have as a young woman are is with your friends mm. because you're able to be so yeah open it's amazing um and I definitely know from having sisters and things like that that's an intimate space in which you can grow up because you know yeah. how to have that with someone and you know how to platonically feel intimacy and then you're able to actually have it in relationships in a romantic way but not sexually all the time I think a massive part of it is being able to express with words because amongst girls it's very normal to Mm. express how you feel Mm. discuss it whereas amongst boys I'm sure it does happen but it's a rarity though isn't it and also not to the extent that girls go into it yeah yeah and the thing is there's almost a dependency within heterosexual relationships of these boys on their girlfriends because that's probably the first experience of intimacy they've ever had which is really sad so I always say in relation to the orgasm gap there's the emotional gap because men and boys are actually emotionally stunted people say that all the time like oh my god yeah he's like not emotionally intelligent but it's actually a massive issue because it's putting pressure then on these young girls to be the sole caregiver to their boyfriends adult topics to people who may not emotionally be there yeah no but this is the thing I honestly think I remember even saying when I was 18 though boys my age are so behind they're like three years behind and that's actually not good enough anymore yeah get your finger out exactly exactly to be able to support their growth yeah and I think you know this man was depending on his girlfriend to make him feel loved and cared for and yet he doesn't seem to be giving it back whatsoever yeah or his attempts or his attempt his attempt to isn't you know what I mean yeah but it's because he hasn't had the capacity to think about her yeah which is that's the problem it's not that he hasn't wanted to mm-hmm. he has failed himself and this woman that he obviously has a lot of feelings for because of his own emotional incapacity so this is the thing while men are fucking women over They're also damaging themselves and damaging relationships, which they really need. I think men need relationships more than women do because women have their friendships. But I think it's that need and that dependency which makes it unbalanced and makes it unhealthy. Mm -hmm. Not even a hot take. (laughs) (laughs) I know, I know. (laughs) But yeah, I think while you should be very aware of your needs in a relationship, and I always encourage women who contact me on horny for change to take a step back from things and prioritize their needs and i am asking men to almost the opposite yeah do the opposite leave yourself at the door for a second and just try to be considerate and think about the history of feminism (laughs) to be honest (laughs) that's 
it though. <laughs> yeah. Like the thing is though, this guy obviously has the capacity because he sent in this really thoughtful. Yeah. And thank God, because it's a wake up call mm-hmm. for other people. And it's yeah, it's amazing. And I think the the desire to get better and do better is so important. So yeah, if this man is currently listening, I hope that you feel encouraged and yeah, I hope yes, you yes, yes, <laughs> both of yous. I hope you um yeah understand how valuable this conversation is and thanks for starting it because it's really ballsy. Really ballsy. It sounds it's we've come down quite hard. No, but I think that's fair enough. Like, it's from a place of it's not judgmental. Yeah. I don't want to make life better for everyone and also this girl deserved more and you're obviously very aware of that so yeah be able to take um criticism which he clearly he's opening himself up for criticism which is fucking scary yeah but yeah (laughs) scary (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah um in terms of advice Gina, what's your advice? You know what it is? I think I think you already know what the advice is. Um, but what is maybe he needs to be told it. Well, he's asking it. He's fully recognised his own behaviour. Yeah, but what does he do? How does he, he move take, on from this? He, like what you were saying, taking a step back. Mm. Reflecting on the other person's needs. But also, exercising empathy in day-to-day life is a great way yeah. to start thinking about how a bus driver feels when you get on the bus and maybe he's a bit grumpy you don't automatically be grumpy back yeah such a wild story to take <laughs> but do you know what I mean did you, you get a bus here by any chance <laughs> you can exercise empathy in life and it if you start doing it it'll become a habit yeah so it is a practice when it, when you're next in the situation it doesn't feel like a foreign alien concept you automatically will be thinking about your partner's needs. Yeah, 100%. And also, um, a word of advice that I would say is don't get into your relationship until you feel like you can bring more. Because don't do it to another person. Yeah, and learn how because to I separate th- sex from intimacy. Yes, exactly. And this is the thing. You... I had a fantastic point there, and it's actually just fucked not off because i just jumped in no i hope not <laughs> I hate when that happens. no oh, no what was that. i just saying until you can bring more what did you say i was like separating sex and intimacy because you obeyed i think you're gonna go down the tangent of don't go into a relationship until he's more comfortable in himself to not need the validation from her of how she feels Oh, yeah, yeah. Something like that? Yeah. So, until you don't need to depend on people to give you things that you should be able to give yourself. (laughs) I got that. Yeah, don't bother, basically. And I don't... That's not the same kind of narrative being like, oh, you have to be completely in love with yourself to get into a relationship, otherwise you're not going to be good enough. Mm. No, but you know, you've got some emotional development to do. And it sounds like you're doing a great job by um, this question. Um, I think, yeah, hindsight is a very powerful thing. 
bloody hell and yeah just it it would almost be good write down every situation that you think you may have pressured her into sex and intimacy and circle the signposts that told you Mm. you pressured her how do you know how do you know you pressured her into sex and intimacy what were the telltale signs were they that's a good one physical Mm -hmm. would she maybe be upset with you for a few days afterwards you know what what were the things this is obviously difficult not knowing people um and maybe i think that's a really lovely one yeah because i think reflective practice is great just for analyzing anything in life really after something ends in your life you should always reflect on it and think what did i do wrong and what did i do right as well don't think that you know you fucked up everything in the relationship i don't know if you did i don't actually want to i yeah i don't you don't need to win no but you know what are your positive attributes within a relationship yeah what were the times that you made this girl or woman feel good and feel comfortable and then talk yeah have a think about how you can have someone feeling really happy and then you can make them feel pressured into something and you can violate someone so it doesn't always have to be one thing or the other you can be a boyfriend that someone might appreciate and then literally five minutes later you can violate them that's so uncomfortable to Mm. think about but everyone needs to think about it because I always say as well everyone has the potential to be an abuser so what were the signs we can't tell you obviously what the signs were but my advice would be to think about it not to the point where you never move on for it and you hate yourself that's not the intention of this yeah, discussion I think you're basically trying to undo all of the programming that you've grown up yeah with. exactly yeah Literally just just as women have to undo programming yeah um men do I men have so much more to do though but yeah I think um a lot of reflection is positive and also <laughs> something else that I want to highlight is the um I've apologized aspect yeah there's i (laughs) i have a zero tolerance for this if you have fucked someone over really harmed someone and you want to clear your conscience and say hi sorry about that piss off fuck off (laughs) be sorry somewhere else why because who are you doing that for do you think this girl, I obviously don't know her, I don't know if she wants and I don't know if she appreciated this, but mm. what are you actually doing it for? And this comes back to the whole point. Analyse your actions more. Are you doing this for yourself again? Are you still continuing to prioritise your needs and your want to feel better and sleep better at night? Yeah. Like, is fuck off. The other argument, though, is that to get the... Oh, but then again, it's needing something from someone else. You should be able to forgive yourself. Yeah. For it knowing that you've worked on yourself and improved Mm -hmm. rather than needing the forgiveness. Yeah. I just think, yet again, I have the um, tendency to think 
you've almost crossed another boundary by contacting them again to say sorry. Yeah, I just think, go away. I'm a big um, fan of cutting people off. So. <laughs> I mean, That's Emily arguing. King, uh, relationships educator. <laughs> as arguments for and against, though. I know. I just think they're really the arguments for are all very people pleasing. That's mean in a nutshell, isn't it? Oh, it's absolutely not what I am. Mm. Chalk and cheese, Mrs. Um. <laughs> Yeah, no, get away from me. You served a purpose at a time. And yeah. I think it's okay to say that and close the book. Do you not and think it can be helpful to the other person? If they hear? instigate it. Oh, if they reached out? Yeah. I do think, Although you know... there is a huge difference. But maybe it'll help the other person to then recognise what happened to them. Yeah, well, I hope so. And I hope that it wasn't just thrown at them when they didn't want it. On a random Wednesday afternoon at 10am. This is it, because we don't know the full context. No, exactly. Yeah, this is all speaking without context, by the way, but... Yeah, I don't know. I just think before you message someone to clear your conscience, sit and think, hmm, why do I want to do this? What do they need? What do they need? Do they need space? Would the apology actually help them? To move on or to recognise something. Mm. God. I'm... Mm. Close the book. Burn the bridge. Fair. Absolutely. Absolutely. Apologies do create the space for people to make mistakes. Ooh. Philosophy. I should have philosophy. No, I shouldn't. I'm not a deep thinker. <laughs> I'm not a deep thinker. <laughs> you are. God, that's quite scary. It's true though, because it's like dark without light. One can't exist without the other. I feel like I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. (laughs) My hands are going all clammy. Yeah. Oh, I got a shiver. (laughs) 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 Fucking hell. God, that is... mm, That is scary. I think um, the main thing to do with this is... As well, bring it up with your male friends. Huge, yeah. That, That's one of the most help, like helpful things you yeah. can do. <laughs> I'm, not saying, <laughs> I'm not saying that that is easy. I'm not being like, oh, just bring it up at football. Just like talk about it over lunch. Like this is really hard and people love a witch hunt, mm. which is fucking bullshit, by the way. I am so intolerant off bad people but I'm also intolerant of the oversimplification of these discussions oh yeah like it's not a simple issue no all. it's not and it's the fact that people haven't been able to talk about these things like for example have you read Lolita 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 that's a lovely word no oh, it's about a pedo okay <laughs> <laughs> but it's like absolutely groundbreaking because it was the first time that there was a character who was a paedophile who wasn't an old fat disgusting man he was like a 30 year old sexy eligible bachelor and he's a pedo and that's so difficult to think about to comprehend that these people walk amongst us 
And you can't tell from their exterior what kind of person they are. It's all about humanizing abusers because abusers are human beings. And we need to think, how did they get there? And how do we stop other people from getting there? Or how do we stop them from doing that again? Fucking scary. But also, I feel like this is positive. For a man to reach out and um, recognize mistakes, it actually gives me hope a wee bit. And I appreciate that. And I, yeah, I think a lot more people need to be thinking what they did wrong. I think in terms of as well, a breakup mm-hmm. is such a fantastic opportunity for everyone to become a better person. It's, oh, relationships are massive learning experiences. Yeah. You learn so much about yourself in a relationship as well yeah. outside, but the way you interact with someone on such a close level yeah so so interesting as well the way you can treat that person like no one else you would never (laughs) talk or act the way that you do with that person that you're in an intimate relationship with with anyone else in your life Mm -hmm. and it reveals a lot about you i learned so much after my last breakup actually life-changing a metamorphosis of sorts and also (laughs) (laughs) was I a moth or a butterfly Um, yeah I just think take that as an opportunity and everyone should take it as an opportunity like do you know what break up fuck about for a bit the best absolutely brilliant and then have some serious reflection my self reflection came a year and a couple of months after my breakup. It's a positive, positive time, I think. Yeah, so if we just have a little decompress and analyse the main points of the discussion. Okay. Self-reflection, number one, brilliant. No matter how great of a person you are, you've done something wrong. And how can you do better for the benefit of other people? Not to people, please, but just to be more empathetic. Number two learning how to get what you need from yourself mm-hmm. without putting that pressure on other people, on other people. which can fair. be really hard yeah for sure yeah but also giving yeah giving yourself the space to do that mm-hmm. number three that someone you know has assaulted someone you could have assaulted someone If there's 97% of women and girls who have been assaulted, what percentage of men are doing the assaulting? When are we going to do that study? Yeah. And recognising assault happens more often in relationships. Mm -hmm. That's not a fact that I know for certain. No, it is. It It is. is. It is. It's something like... Oh, I was on a call with Women's Aid the other day and they actually explained... It's two pe- two women a week are murdered by partners or ex-partners. And that's in the UK. It's always within, within intimate situations. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's so hard to prove in a court of law. Because it's private. But I think by moving past the whole... Oh, we don't talk about our intimate lives. Mm-hmm. We have to because we have to stop things like this happening. 
because people deserve better. Yeah, that was a loaded one. Yeah. I think rounding it all up as well, give people the space to talk about mistakes because it's going to encourage other people to recognise that they've made mistakes. By demonising, obviously demonise abuse Mm -hmm. to an extent, right? But we need to talk about the micro levels of abuse. This isn't micro. I'm not trying to minimise this um, experience of this girl whatsoever. But by doing all of that, it shows the scale of the problem. It's everywhere. But by letting people yeah talk about mistakes and let them get better let them do better because that's going to prevent so much not saying protect abusers once again Mm. and there is a scale of things happening and I think within these discussions intent intention is really important because people can be going out there with the intention of wanting to be intimate and wanting to feel close to someone and they can assault someone. So we need to stop polarizing good people and bad people because if someone thinks I'm a good person, I can't assault someone, then they're gonna carry on assaulting people because they think that they're not holding someone down and they're not doing this, so it can't be classed mm. as rape. Wrong. Polarisation needs to stop. Whoosh. Yeah, difficult conversation. Um, but yeah, I think this is an encouragement of people to say, I fucked up. Um, and to think about as well what are your definitions of intimacy because it's not always sex intimacy and sex are not synonymous it's not the same thing um intimacy is going to be different for everyone because everyone has different ways of feeling and expressing love so have a think about what yours is um there's a book called attached which is about um, attachment styles which is worth a read and there's actually another very interesting issue which Gina and I are planning on workshopping specifically for men and this workshop the importance of it is just solidified by this question and that is sexual discordance if you're interested in reading more of that um read more about that rather Emily Nagoski is a fucking legend and wrote an amazing book called come as you are um and keep your eyes peeled for a workshop um also some advice would be to think about how you can incorporate sex and relationships education into other people's lives maybe you're a mom sorry to hear (laughs) (laughs) maybe you um play a sport Mm -hmm. maybe you go to a sports club and maybe you have a team of men that would benefit from a workshop on communication 
in terms of sex and intimacy. And maybe I know a gal. (laughs) Yeah, I do. I know too. Um, So yeah, have a think about things like that and slide into Horny for Changes DMs and give sex educators the opportunity to educate yeah yes because that is where change is gonna happen i love it i love it i freaking love it (laughs) oh my god (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so have a think about that give us an email give us a dm and if you have been inspired by this brave man to reflect on your own actions and you want to submit a question to horny for help horny for help Mm -hmm. (laughs) that was really good Mm -hmm. she's really good (laughs) maybe she's born with it maybe it's masturbation (laughs) (laughs) then yeah let us know um you can go to our instagram which is at horny underscore number four change and on our link tree, which is linked in our bio, there is um, the Google form submission. You can be anonymous. You can tell us your name. We can answer it privately or we can bring it, bring it to the horn dogs, bring it, horn bring HQ. it to the mic, bring it to Horny <laughs> HQ. Listen up, listen up. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> bring it to the mic. Step up. Um, yeah. Thank you for this. This was fucking difficult. But speaking of mistakes... Say. we could have made many during our first podcast and that's oh, okay yeah. we will self-reflect yeah we'll and we'll get better so we don't need all of you fuckers telling us how <laughs> shit it was yeah. pipe down yeah <laughs> shut your mouth <laughs> people make mistakes apart from us have no a refunds. lovely <laughs> time no refunds Thanks see you on the flip side And cut.